Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's summer and it's time to get yourself on your feet and outside. If you've been thinking about getting into a regular routine of running or walking, I have the stories for you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good. One of the themes in this book is how effective running is as a therapy. So many of our writers talk about how running or hiking or walking help them overcome stress or anxiety or depression, even PTSD. And it works equally well for men or women. So let's start with a story from a man, Sherrod Schuler, who had been an athlete back in high school, but had stopped working out when he became an adult. He grew up in Flint, Michigan, and he spent a great majority of his youth playing basketball. And he says that running was what you did when the coach forced you to because you hadn't been following instructions during practice. So he always viewed running long distances as a form of punishment. Nevertheless, Sherrod did voluntarily use running to maintain his fitness during the off-season, but he still didn't like it. He just viewed it as a tool and it still felt like a punishment. Then, as an adult, Sherrod started having grown-up problems. In 2005, he lost his job. He actually admits he hadn't been putting his all into his job, and it was only the hardest-working employees who weren't laid off. Then in 2006, at a new job, he was served divorce papers, and he went home from work to find that his house had been cleaned out. Suddenly, his newly constructed dream home had become a bachelor pad. And then the third blow came in 2007 when Sherrod was no longer able to pay his mortgage. He would have sold the house, but it was worth less than the mortgage, so he lost the house. Sherrod says, I let these negative events define my life. I was losing complete control. I decided to move back to my hometown of Flint, Michigan. While trying to recover and rebuild, I stagnated. Soon I realized I was just going through the motions. So he began searching for something that would change the direction that his life was taking. And one of the things he did was pray. And he felt that God was telling him to take control, own his life, and move forward. And Sherrod decided that he would use running. At least that would help to relieve all the stress that he was feeling. It made him feel like he was moving forward. And it also made him feel more alert and energized and, of course, less stressed. And then things started to turn around. He met a woman standing in line at the bank. She was wearing running clothes, and they started talking about running. 
and she invited him to join her running group, which met once a week in various neighborhoods throughout the Flint area. Now, that group was training for a 10-mile race, and they encouraged Sherrod to give it a try. He learned what shoes to wear, what food to eat. He learned how to pace himself during a long-distance run, and he regained some of his confidence and also learned how to accept help from other people and use their strength to become stronger himself. And then, and this is really cool, Sherrod came across an online trivia quiz about the history of the Chicago Marathon. One lucky winner would be selected to receive a free entry into the Chicago Marathon. And the prize also included a high-rise luxury hotel stay during the marathon in downtown Chicago. So he took the quiz for the fun of it, and he won. He had been so focused on winning the stay in the hotel that he had kind of glossed over the fact that he would be expected to run a 26-mile race. But he did it. He started training just before his 30th birthday. And then even though he went into it thinking, well, I'll just run 10 miles and then I'll take a cab back to my luxury hotel, he actually finished the race. Sherrod had realized that the only thing standing between him and his goals was himself and his own negative self-talk. And now, in addition to the work that he does at the day job that he got with ZMBA, he's also a motivational speaker and author. So Sherrod used running as part of a complete turnaround of his life, and initially for stress reduction. And you know, I always talk about hiking and walking in the same breath as running when I'm talking about all the benefits, because you really get them whether you're walking briskly or hiking or running. So here's a great story from Tanya Estes. She used hiking as her therapy. She dropped off her son, who's on the autism spectrum, at his therapy sessions, and then she hit the trail for a quick hike. She says, I needed a quick dose of peace, a trail that could be hiked in the few hours my son spent in his new autism therapy clinic. She wanted the challenge of a hike and a big vertical climb. But as she says, she also needed to sweat out the sadness, worry, stress eating, secret crying, and sleepless nights that come with mothering a child who is on the autism spectrum. So we always put an inspirational and relevant quote at the beginning of each story in our books. And the one that we put at the beginning of Tanya's story is from John Burroughs. He was a 19th century American naturalist and essayist. And he said, I go to nature to be soothed and healed and to have my senses put in order. And that's how Tanya found so much good in those hikes, because it's not just about physical fitness. It's also about emotional fitness. And doing a hard hike while also communing with nature can do wonders for you. Tanya says that her son looked forward to his therapy sessions each week, evolving in a way that gave him visible confidence and happiness. And she says that her hikes did the same for her. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. If you want to learn more about our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good, visit chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see more information about the book there. We call it Running for Good 
because it covers physical fitness, emotional fitness, and those are good things. But it also covers running or walking for good and that people use running or walking to raise money for charities and to increase awareness of diseases through all the races that they run or walk. You can read all about the book on the website. You can also watch a video in which my co-author, Dean Carnassus, talks about how he started his running career, and he shares some great tips for how you can get yourself out there, too.